Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to Jam Space. Jam Space. My name's Colton Dunn. My name is Scott Rogers. And this is a podcast. Absolutely. It's the only podcast that is about music and outer space. That's right. We're talking about music as in like notes and guitars Mm -hmm. and pianos and bands, sounds. Vibes. And we're talking about space like space travel and Mm -hmm. aliens. Stars. Well, get some stars Spaceships? in there. Spaceships? Spaceships for sure. I love it. Yeah, some podcasts, they talk about music. Some, some podcasts, podcasts talk about space. This podcast talks about both. Thus the name, Jam, jam space. space. We jam, we talk about space. So who are these guys? These guys who are talking to you right now. You <laughs> might just be, this is the first episode, so you're probably just checking it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name's Colton Dunn. I'm an actor and writer living here in Los Angeles, and I've been here for a little over 12 years. My name is Scott Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, like the Dodgers, but with an R at the beginning. Dodgers Rogers. I'm an actor, writer, director, musician. I originally hail from Orange County, California, about 35 miles south of Los Angeles. Grew up in the sunny beaches of Huntington, etc. <laughs> you know, surfing, catching tube rides, sure, skateboarding. And uh, I've been up here about the same, about 12 years. Colton and I met, when did we meet? 10 years ago? We met about 10 years ago. That's right. Uh, and we were roommates for a long time. I met Colton, you know, I was bumping around doing some improv. I was in a pretty tough place. I had, was living with a gal. It didn't work out. I didn't know where I was going to go. I was broke. And I had just met Colton through our mutual friend, Heather Campbell. And Colton lived in this awesome house called Camp Hollywood. I had seen that they were looking for a roommate. I went up to him and I asked him if that room had been filled. It had been filled. But good old Colton was like, you know what, man? He took a look at my sad sack and was like, I got a, I got a space for you. Yeah, Scott showed me his sack. And it was sad. <laughs> and I said, yeah, man. Knapsack. Uh, <laughs> his knapsack. Uh, And we had a small room in this house, very small, and Scott was uh, down to get into it. He moved in, and, um, you know, I think one of us probably our first, you know, first, second night there in the house, Mm -hmm. we didn't really know each other, so we were like, so what are you into? And Scott said... I said, I don't know. I was like, what are you talking about? And Colton had to... I I don't know, I was maybe a little nervous around you, and I was going to be living in this tiny, tiny room next to you. And so Colton had to elaborate. You're like, hey, I like, for example, I like space. Yeah. Outer space. What do you like? And I said, well, I don't know, music. I like music. I played music, play instruments. And Colton was like, yeah, man, that's, you play drums, you got to bring them up here. That's where your power is. And I brought my drums and thus began this whole era of our life. Yeah. Scott played drums and I watched UFO documentaries. So <laughs> Exactly. We had some good times, ups and downs. Watched Obama get elected. Sure. We had a great time. Yeah, man. It was a good time, and uh, we decided that we were going to take that uh, lifelong friendship that we have and put it into a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense, right? That's enough for a podcast. And I'll tell you this. You know, what else really makes sense is that we're also going to be randomly freestyle rapping during this podcast. So I'm going to add a third 
section to what this podcast is about. Okay. It's about talking about music. Okay. It's about talking about space. Two. And it's about freestyle rapping. One, two, three. About the things we talk about. I like it. Yeah. Which is music related still. It's still music related. Mm-hmm. And depending on what, where the freestyle takes us, it could be alien related. Yeah, we got space bars. So what do you think? Are you in? Uh, I Well, I know that I'm in, but what about you, listener? Are you in? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's well, like... we can hear you, so we'll wait for your answer. Sounds like you're in. Okay, definitely. All right, cool. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I uh, cannot wait to jam some space with you. Cannot wait to jam some space with you. A space jam. Uh. Jam space. Space jam. Jam space. Space jam. Used to be roommates, mm. now we podcast do mates. That means we make a podcast together. Yeah. Two birds flocking with a feather. Two birds flying so high. Me and Colton, yeah, we touch the sky like that Kanye song track number two. Off college dropout, no, that's wrong, dude. Doesn't matter because I keep it going on and on till the breaker, 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 breaker evening. Yo, I'm bending to the left and the right. Cause I flow so nice and I keep it so tight Yo, I jump up in the sky and do a jump kick Then I grab an ice cream that I can lick It's so fun, that's how we do it All day, like a screwdriver with a screw it Yeah, Colton, so tight Like Michael Bolton, yo, he sings it so right He keeps it going on and on and keep it moving He never stops to breathe, yo, he's so soothing Jam space, where we jam the space And we space the jam, and we space with the jam space Space jam, jam space, no relation to the movie Keep it going in the place Do not sue us if you work with that movie Cause this podcast has nothing to do with it Yeah, if your whole job is working for the space jam enterprise Please don't come at us with those thighs We don't need your mess, we're not gonna respond don't make any money, so get your facts on. Those are just two words. You can't copyright that shit. Space Jam, Jam Space, yeah, we'll quit. No animated rabbits, no basketball players, just two dudes, some fly rhyme sayers in a studio yeah. in Hollywood doing things that we think is it's good. good. Yeah, that's right, y'all. It's, it's the jam. Taste. Yeah, it's the jam space. So that's just a little taste of what's going on. And we're going to have guests on the show. There's going to be guests, uh, but since this is the first show, yeah. we figured, you know, in a lot of ways, you're our guest. The, you, the abstract yet specific listener to this, Mr. Rogers, who I'm a big fan of, Yeah, he would say when he made his show, he would always imagine one individual that he was talking to when wow. he was talking to the camera. Not, an, not a specific individual, yet it was one person. He was trying to have a one-on-one dialogue. He wanted that intimate connection with the viewer, and I think that absolutely comes through. And so, I think I think it, I think his show is going to succeed because of that. I got high hopes for it. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, right? I don't know. It is okay. <laughs> because that was rhetorical. <laughs> I meant they just put out a couple seasons. I'm hoping he, you know, they put a documentary out about him. Yeah, if he gets his footing, there could be he, more. There could be more episodes. I think he could help. Us, I mean, with the way the world is today? Yeah, geesh. Could use a little Rogers. Absolutely. Mr. Rogers. That's R-O-G-E-R-S. Yeah. Different right. than mine. Different than you. He's a different guy. 
So, like we said, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to be uh, doing a little uh, storytelling here and uh, talking about stuff. So, uh, we each, uh, the idea is we'll each bring in a story uh, that we can each talk about from our respective uh, wheelhouses. Absolutely. Uh, mine will most likely be space related. Could have to do with aliens or it could have to do with like the you know space program. It could be something that totally makes sense or it could be something crazy. And I will bring in something music related. Maybe I'll talk about a band. Maybe I'll talk about an instrument. Maybe oh. I'll talk about a, a whole genre of music that is new to me or, you know, something like that. And, and speaking of intro- instruments, we are surrounded by numerous instruments. Right. You could probably take a look at a picture that we'll post somewhere on our Instagram. <laughs> and you can see that we are actually in a music studio. Yeah, we're sitting here in a recording studio, not some podcast recording studio, although that's wonderful. And That's you know, cool if that's what you want to do. No judgment, but we're in a rockin music oh this studio. is rock and roll our right buddy now. alex burke who's on the ones and twos are you on the ones and twos alex i mean i'm staying in front of the computer so that's the ones and twos well that's the ones and zeros ones yeah, and exactly. zeros i'm not djing you're the one dj zero, in there zero, zero, one zero. <laughs> ones and twos are the the turntables that's the right he, he's mixing expert. it up Right. Uh, Scott's the music <laughs> expert, but I actually have a iPad in front of me with a ton mm-hmm. of uh, fly beats Absolutely. Uh, made from a variety of different people, including uh, ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we that's the music that you hear is all, all going to be all original music uh, from uh, Scott and Alex and Nick and maybe even something from me. Who's Nick? Huh? Nick's my brother who is also here. Hey, Nick. Hey. What's up, Nick? You're Nick- sitting in the room with us. What's up? So now that is creepy, right? So now just so you know, the whole time you're listening to this, some dude's just sitting in the room with us, not saying a thing, holding a camera. So nothing creepy about that. We're all making these beats, and I, uh, there's also going to be some beats from a producer named A-Wax oh, of the yeah. Rhythm Writers. You know, big shout out to A-Wax, who gave us a ton of beats. Yeah, like a whole album's worth of instrumental beats. I got connected to him through someone I had worked with up in Los Angeles. They connected me to him. He actually is married to a gal that I went to junior high school and high school with. Wow. Crazy. Small world. That's wild, man. Cyclical. Yeah. And you know what? And you know who else beats we take? Any of your beats. If you have a beat that you'd like to send in and you'd like us to play on the show and do a little freestyle rap over it, we'll do that. But we'll get more into our audience interaction and calls to action a little later in the show now let's talk about some jam space stuff jam space scott what's going on in the music world yeah exactly what is modern in the music world i don't know but i today since this is the first since this is the first episode i felt inspired to talk about love oh what the feeling, the the institution of endless, uh, unconditional love, you say? No, uh, the band. Colton, are you familiar with the band Love? You know, I, I don't think I am. Okay. Well, Love, you might be familiar with a couple of their songs. They have them in films. They've since become this cult classic band. But okay. Love is, was, is like a folky rock band that came out of Los Angeles, and in the mid-60s, they were the kings of the Sunset Strip. The lead singer, Arthur Lee, was the figurehead. He was the main songwriter, and he was this very uh, 
obviously talented guy who at a young age was writing songs, uh, producing songs. He produced a song that Jimi Hendrix played session guitar on and influenced him. And uh, so if you were hanging around the Sunset Strip in the mid 60s, you knew who Arthur Lee was, this enigmatic figure who was just kind of walking around the strip. Jim Morrison before Jim Morrison. And I say that because a lot of people cite Love as the biggest influence on the Doors. Wow. And so Love, they got signed by Elektra, same label as the Doors, previous to them. But Love, Arthur Lee was, he was an interesting guy, kind of a troubled guy, and he refused to tour. Oh, that's, so they would, that's a little rough. Yeah, so they, that really is what shot them, they shot themselves in the foot. They, they couldn't go out and get a larger following. They were huge in L.A., they were like the band, but they refused to kind of play by the rules and tour. And so... what? Why? Did he have a philosophy behind why he didn't want to tour? I I, I don't know. I mean, he was a black guy, right? I didn't, yeah. So I could imagine that a black guy wouldn't want to just go traveling around the United States in the 60s. Probably not the I most mean, fun yes, thing to and, do. And obviously there had been a lot of... Uh, integrated bands uh, by the mid 60s but it's still yeah it was a heated time and i it's a mixture though because he also like he had spent time in 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 prison through the years uh, a few after they made uh their first and only three records he got he was went to prison for like 9 years because oh. he was accused of firing off a gun and it turned out that he didn't actually do it, but they didn't research it enough. They didn't do That's this. That's a long time for firing a gun. Did he? Was he pointing it at somebody, or was he accused of pointing it at someone, or just just firing it indiscriminately into the sky? Or again, uh, you know, you're you're poking holes in my uh, house of cards. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Uh, this is you know, uh, this is really a jumping off point. I'm not trying to be an encyclopedia encyclopedic uh, knowledge sure. here. Let me just. Well, here we go. I got a little info go. on this. Okay, in late 1996, Lee yeah. was sentenced to 12 years mm-hmm. for neg- the negligent discharge of a firearm. Right. And California's three strikes law meant that Lee was forced to serve a prison term, having previously served two years in jail for arson, mm-hmm. <laughs> and having been charged with various drug, driving, and assault offenses. Mm-hmm. So. He may have had a little bit of an issue. Yeah. Uh, Lee now Lee denies that he fired the gun, and uh, visiting fan Doug Thomas, who had denied involvement when the police responded, later confessed to the being the one who did it. So yeah, it looks like another guy confessed to it, but he anyway he he spent nine years in jail for and, a crime he didn't commit, and that you know messed him up. And it wasn't until later that. He got out of prison, got people together, and Love finally started touring and became more of a well-known act. But you know, um, I want to uh, a couple things I'd like to point out. Yeah, this please. This is not going to poke any holes in your story, but something that I think is just so interesting. I'm fine is with it. Yeah, that sometimes people who seem to have like anger issues mm. are like people who talk about like love and like they're, they're like man love man mm-hmm. I want to start a love band everybody needs to love each other but they're like seething with anger. Dude, that that strikes a chord with me for sure. I feel yeah. like through the years I've been big into meditating and 
I've done ayahuasca. I'm yeah. trying to and like you're find... a complete rageaholic. <laughs> you yeah. know me. Yeah. When we lived together, I was constantly just stabbing no. couches. No. Like that, that like this noise? No. Yeah. That's that's like a Scott Rogers go-to noise. That's no. if you know me, that's a trademark. <laughs> but for real, like in my head, people if you know me and maybe you're listening to me right now, maybe you're listening to me right now. You are. And a lot of people go, you talk a little slow, or, you know, you seem chill. But on the inside, boy, are these not chill, right? wheels spinning <laughs> fast. And my, my mind's racing. I feel anxious. And so, yeah, I absolutely feel, absolutely feel like I'm desiring this chilling out thing. And so people that's People seek out the yang to their yin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Balance and it out. The other thing that I, uh, I just and maybe we'll find out more of this in the future as we talk mm-hmm. more about bands, but one thing that I seem to notice is a regular with bands is, especially really good bands, mm-hmm. is they have like one thing that they've either collectively decided is a rule for them or something that completely ruins their ability to become successful and uh-huh. continued success in doing what they're doing. It almost seems like bands sort of have a Achilles heel just uh, all the time. Like, every every you, time I hear a band story. Can you think of uh, an example? I mean, like like Oasis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, like those guys were a great band, but the two main guys, the brothers, mm-hmm. just hated each other, and they right. couldn't get over that. They right. couldn't just be like, hey, why don't we just not fucking hate each other and just enjoy being successful? Yeah, do you think that's when you add success – that it is too much for bands, and so people let it get to them, and they can't handle the the pressure cooker. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, you know, um, I, I I've I've never been at that level of success to be able to to judge somebody who is who is there. I guess well, or, completely, yeah. but um, yeah, you know, but it, it just seems to be. It, but it's also it seems to be even bands that haven't made it yet. You know, like like this band Love. Mm-hmm. You know, they made this rule. Well, we're not going to tour, and it's right. like. Okay, well, then what, why are you doing this? Right. You know, like, what's the, what's the point? Yeah, I, yeah, a lot of artists... For the love. I mean, a lot of artists have some self-sabotage issues. Yeah. That go the yin to their yang, almost. Yeah. They have this great gift, and then somehow the darkness or this negative idea yeah. ends up yinging and yanging, and they shoot themselves in the foot, or they... Yeah, they don't just go, hey, I have a great gift, and sure, I'll go out into the world, and there it is, and it's yeah. easy and great, and we're done for the day. And it's tough, right? It's tough with a group. You know, exactly. You've been in a ton, you've been in a ton exactly. of bands. You've been in a couple of bands, right? I have been and, in a few uh, bands. With different levels of success. Yep. Uh, but but I, you know, at least all the bands that I've seen you be a part of, all very good bands. Like, no Thank no you. reason why they, you know, I wouldn't think, oh, you know, the... The, uh, the Cotillionaires, I thought, great band. No, but it's like trying to make it work with that group. Right. That group dynamic is, seems to be a right obstacle. Yeah, because you were saying, oh, I haven't achieved that level of success. You have achieved a lot of success personally. But then it's it's just up to you. You're, yeah. you're in charge of whatever it is you're doing. And no matter how busy your schedule gets, the demand, it all That's why is... Skrillex will never be stopped. There you go. No one can stop Skrillex. DJs only have themselves to depend on. Yeah. Yet Avicii, did you? Yikes. You, did you watch that documentary? I did. I did. Very sad. Very sad. Depression's Beautiful. real. If you have any issues with depression, definitely call somebody. Very yeah. sad. Yikes. I love Avicii. Saddest part of that documentary is, uh, for me at least, not saddest part, but just interesting part, is when he is in the studio with 
I don't know what it is it like the lead singer of Maroon Five or somebody, and they're just no Chris like, Martin of Coldplay. Chris Martin of Coldplay, and he is like in he's like you're, you're so good, you're so he's like you're so talented, yeah. And like Avicii, just like it just kind of washes over. He doesn't even. Yeah, he looks over at him. He's like, yeah, he's "You're like, so talented." Yeah, and he, Avicii's just like, "Yeah, well, whatever." Well, yeah, just you know, comes out of him. It's interesting. Mm. So, uh, so back to love. Uh, is there, so what? 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 Uh, is there anything else you wanted to tell us about uh, about love? Definitely an interesting band. I think people should maybe check them out. Um, I'm sure yeah. that they have music on uh, online again. Like. I'm trying to just lay the groundwork and preface of what I'm going to bring to the table every episode, which is I want to bring in something that maybe you have or have not heard of. You're like, oh, yeah, I know love and haven't listened to them for a while, but let me pop it back on and re-remember how good they are. Or, you know what, I've never heard of this band, and I get intro to it. That's that's really all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to give us a, a you know an up-and-down uh of the facts, but obviously we're, we're going to be, uh, pulling out some Wikipedia facts every now and again. I want to enlighten you in the moment, but I just want to have people go and listen to love or go, you know, I've never heard of that genre of music or whatever, but, um, that's all I got to say about that. What's that? Never say love to you if I don't mean it. Uh, yeah, A Wax of the rhythm writers on the beat. Shout out to A Wax. I never say love, never say die. Baby girl, I stick it in your eye, cause that's all I can do, because I do it so fresh. And I got my heart on my chest, and I got it on my sleeve, and I never will leave. Like in the fall, falling from the trees. Uh, keep it one more bar. Keep it going on, Colton. You're the star. Yo, I'm Arthur Lee, and I'm here to bang. I'm shooting guns off. I'm doing my thing. From the top down to the sewer on Sunset Boulevard. I'll never tour. This is me, man, doing my thing With my band called Love Yo, check out my ring uh. I'm playing guitar and I sing Oh snap Yo, my legendary album forever changes Don't step in and try to rearrange this Because I know what I'm doing I'm a genius But I'm also threw in the towel on myself Shot myself in the foot What's up with that? Yo, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, Yo, don't sabotage yourself, artists. Self-sabotage artistic traits. That's the thing that makes you great. But it's also what makes you whack. You gotta look in the mirror and then look back. You gotta make some choices and change your game. You gotta do the thing that scares you every day. And uh, once you do that, man, you will not play. And success will come your way. Listen, back in that era, used to be scared. Cause no one went to therapy or nothing But now we have evolved into these new kinds of things We have new art to bring Where one, you can have good work and a good life You can have some children and a wife or a husband Or you can be solo Like free solo to the dojo Love, the capo Forever changes For sale Out here, false start Real to real Arthur Lee in love Love lost. Black beauty. Wikipedia. Uh, that's just a little message to y'all. We love you, listener, specific listener. And now, it's time for a deep dive 
into the case of John Benet Ramsey. What? Hey, what's up, guys? This is me, Colton Dunn. I don't know if you know, but I uh, consider myself somewhat of a uh, amateur crime detective. And for a short part of this, did I not tell you about this guy? Yeah, what's go- what? what? Don't is worry, this? just just go along with it. Uh, okay. This is short- not this is not your. This has nothing. No, we're we are not talking about space. Okay, I'll listen. Crime, true crime podcasts are very popular, and so true, uh, true crime pro- yeah, pro- po- podcasts are very popular. So, okay. what I figured is uh, we'd add a little flavor of that here, and I'm going to use my amateur detective skills to solve the mystery of John Benet Ramsey. Okay, it's a pretty old mystery. Are you familiar with it, Scott? Somewhat, yes. All right. Well. Uh, a little girl was murdered. Right. And nobody was able to figure out who did it. This was in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, lots of people thought could be the parents, could be other family members, could be a family friend, or it could be a complete stranger. So I'm going to dissect different aspects of this mystery each episode until we find the truth on who killed John Benet Ramsey. Oh, this is something you want to do every episode? I'm going to do this every episode. Buddy. <laughs> we didn't. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I got this. Don't worry. Oh, you got this. And so if you have any questions, you can chime in. Or if you have any thoughts or leads. You're talking to me. I'm talking to oh, you thanks. or the audience. Feel free to email us any of your ideas. Or on... just feel free to talk out loud in the grocery store, wherever you're listening to this. Okay. So for this first installment of mm-hmm. The Deep Dive... Into Javine Ramsey. Okay. We're going to talk about the ransom note. All right? Sure. Now, according to statements that Patsy, Javine's mother, gave to the authorities on December 26, 1996, she realized that her daughter was missing after she found a two and a half page handwritten ransom note on the kitchen staircase. The note demanded $118,000 for the child's safe return, almost the exact amount of a bonus her husband had received earlier that year. So, pretty crazy, right? I mean, there's a ransom note. Absolutely. If you'd find that, you would think, obviously, kidnapping, right? Your voice changes, too. I Mm -hmm. love it. (laughs) So you would think that she was kidnapped. But, yeah, as we all know, JonBenet was found in her own basement, bound and murdered. Jesus. So, a little weird. And I'm not the only one who says that. The ransom note was unusually long, and Mm. the FBI told the police that it was very unusual for such a note to be written at the crime scene. The police believed the note was staged because it did not have any fingerprints and included an unusual use of exclamation marks (laughs) and acronyms. Jeez, I'm not laughing at this. I just... Well, it was a very long ransom note, apparently. The note and a practice draft were written oh my gosh. with a pen and pad and paper from the Ramsey home. According to a Colorado Bureau of Investigation report, there are indications that the author of the ransom note is Patricia Ramsey. However, wow. they could not definitely prove it. But we will try to definitely prove exactly what happened to John Bonet Ramsey on this podcast. Jam space. Uh, 
Okay. Hi, man. So thanks, you, thanks for letting me do that. Well, yeah. I just a couple questions. Yep. Yeah, again, okay, this is just going to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah, I just figure we'll just, you know, just take a couple. Yeah, look, we can't take a couple of minutes out of each podcast to try to break this story. After we do, like, a, a bunch of podcasts, we might... Uh, we might find ourselves, uh, you know. Okay, fair game. The truth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go along with it. Yeah. Happy to. You're my friend. I want this to be an outlet for you. Yeah. Is everything okay, Alex? Oh yeah, I just bumped the mic with my uh, shoulder. Oh, um, don't do that. Alex is huge, by the way, yeah. guys. And so <laughs> it's very understandable that he would bump yeah. a mic with yeah. his shoulder because he has the shoulders of a linebacker. Yeah, he's he's two people wide uh, for sure. Uh, let yeah, don't it's distract. All, it's all it's all the yoga. Don't yeah. don't get me off topic here. I just want to. Get to the bottom of this, and we can move on, and we can get to you talk about sure. space or whatever. Yeah, I guess you get you get two topics every episode, but sure. Um, <laughs> so, I just I guess what I don't understand is how do you you're you're saying I'm gonna get to the bottom of the like Are you doing real investigation? It seems like you're just kind of reading details off the Wikipedia ago. off the Wikipedia page. Right. I mean that's you know that's where investigation begins. It has Wikipedia. to start somewhere with the laying the groundwork, and that's what I'm trying to do here. Okay. And then I'll do my own investigating. So this is a slow burn. It's a slow burn, but I mean, I can tell you right now, mm. that was a long ransom note. And, you know, normally also it was handwritten. Right. Normally ransom notes, as you've seen in movies, movies. and other things, it's, they're like cut out letters from a magazine mm -hmm. put together to form a ransom note. And the reason they do that it's because they don't want somebody to identify them by their handwriting. Okay, so last question, we can move on. Yeah. Like, a little girl was murdered. Yes. And that's true. <clears throat> I just want to check your gen genuineness around this. This isn't a, I, I would hate for us to do this as a joke or like this is for comedic effect because people have lost their lives, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're being. I just want to make sure that you're. In I this am a hundred percent going to figure out this case. Okay, just because I don't want to like joke around per se. There's. We have why would kids. I? We have. We do. We have daughters. Each of us. Yes. And God forbid anything like this happens to anybody. And we and our daughters are in beauty pageants. Much Big like time. John Bonet. Right. That's why it hits me so close to home. Yeah. Me and you, we spend a good. We're all over the beauty. That's mainly where we. That's where we. Came up, with, we're like, hey, let's do a podcast because yeah. we see each other on the circuit, and we thought we'd do a child's beauty pageant podcast, but it turned out that is officially the creepiest thing we could have done. Right? Uh, yeah, the idea we ran, of you we and ran me. It, yeah, we ran it by a couple people, and they they all got creeped out. We recorded a good fifteen episodes. Yeah, even Nick, who's creepily just sitting in this room with us, told mm -hmm. us that it was creepy. Right, Nick? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's top notch weirdo. He is a weird dude. He doesn't even get a mic. No mic for that guy. Uh, all right. So that's our deep dive into John Bonet. I'm hoping that we'll figure this out. Sure if you have pal. any leads or any information that could lead to figuring out what happened to John Bonet Ramsey, I appreciate you sending a message to us online. Uh, but now it's time for a little space news. Let's get into some space stuff, huh? Pew, pew, pew. Space news. Bing, Do we have bing, a cue for that? Do we have uh, a cue? Let's see. Let's try this. <laughs> we'll get one. 
All right, we're in space. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, NPR over here. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, this story uh, is a big story that's going to be coming out, and I figured for the first show, I, I'd keep it light. I wasn't going to get too hard into, this, into uh, yeah. some of the space stuff, and I figured I'd try to find something that bridged the two worlds. I thought that would be a nice thing to do. I so love this. That. Story I'm going to cover right here is that former Blink 182 guitarist and Poway native, you know Poway. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're talking about Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong yeah. is set to host a History Channel series centered on proving the existence of UFOs. The six-part series, Unidentified, Inside America's UFO Investigation, will feature DeLong's interviews with former military intelligence of- official Louis Elizondo. Luis Elizondo, I think that's how you say it. Elizondo. Elizondo, okay. Luis Elizondo, who uh-huh. confirmed the Pentagon's UFO program. According to the Associated Press, Alonzo, Alon, how do you say it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> thinking of Hector Elizondo. Al- Al- oh, I, oh, I like that guy. Elizondo, yeah. I mean, that looks yeah. right. So, yeah. Elizondo, uh, well, basically, this guy told the New York Times in 2017 that he used to run the Advanced Aerospace Threat Program. Threat Identification Program. So Tom DeLonge is going to interview this guy, and the wow. series will also feature interviews with uh, other former government and aerospace officials. Um, you know, what they basically what DeLonge said is uh, that they're going to produce tangible evidence to build the most indisputable case for the existence of UFOs. With this show, the real conversation can finally begin, DeLonge said in a statement. I think everyone that watches the show will walk away with questions answered and a feeling of wow i get it now okay so this sort of show is going to start airing in may um now he fronts a new band delong does called angels and airwaves yeah they've been around they've been around for a while yeah long yeah time. He, you know? he they put out an album or two while he was still in blink oh really so yeah. this is another band that he does yeah okay he's just still with it I'm excited about this new show. It's going to start airing in May, and so I might uh, I might talk about a couple of the episodes of the new okay. show on here on the podcast once nice. it starts airing. I'll watch um, it, too, because, yeah. Cause there, yeah, you hear a lot of rumors about Tom DeLonge and, and how deep into the alien stuff he is. Well, they actually, you said they had a song about aliens, right? The title of the song is Aliens Exist. Okay. On the Enema of the State album. Okay. Kind of their breakthrough album, the first one that Travis Barker played drums on. Sure. What's my name again? All the small things. Okay. Et cetera. The song isn't per se about aliens. It's just called Aliens Exist. But yeah, some people are, would say, oh, he left Blink because he was so deep into this. Wow. He, he wanted to dedicate more time. And some people are like, that's not what it is. And et cetera. But lo and behold, he's hosting a show on the History Channel. So yeah. he's pretty into it. Wow. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the History Channel has done a lot for UFO investigations. They have a ton of UFO shows. I know, it's... It's it's a little weird, a little um, weird. because it's the History Channel. Right. You know, they used to just do a lot of, like, World War Two, and they still do, like, World War Two. you know, mm-hmm. documentaries, stuff about Hitler and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they've really definitely, uh... They keep it kind of, loose. They have kind of pot committed to this UFO thing, right. <laughs> you know, in a weird way. Well, you gotta go with... You know, with what your fans are wanting, you gotta you gotta play your hits. Want. You gotta play Absolutely. your hits. You know, Absolutely. again, which brings us back to our earlier conversation. Some bands, you go see them, and they want to play their hits, right? And I get it. I, I respect the move, mm-hmm. but don't play your hits on your own time. 
Mm-hmm. When you're on stage and I just paid a hundred bucks, right? You on my time, and I want to hear the hits. Wow. Yeah. I, it's. I don't think it's a black and white issue, but I agree. I agree. Oh, this guy brought racism into it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I don't think. It's... <laughs> but uh... did I? <laughs> Excuse so me. I'm excited, and uh, you know, I, you know, I do think it, though. What it, you know, an interesting thing that we, you know, and also kind of bridges it is that, you know, a lot of times people think like uh, they see somebody who's a musician or someone who's a comedian, and they think that that's just their lane, right? They, mm. They're they're just going to do that, and I always I always think it's fun and interesting when you find out that somebody's like totally into something completely different. And I feel like you have to, you have to be, yeah. Just like it's even if that's your passion or your it seems all consuming or your identity, you're a musician, whatever. You don't do that all day. Just like no. you don't work at a bank and then go home and go, I'm a guy who works at the yeah. bank. You <laughs> you play ping pong, you you play racquetball, anything with a paddle and a ball. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are the only two choices that you have. If you work at a bank, you gotta at least stick to paddles and balls. Yeah. Tennis. Mm-hmm. Even I'll give you badminton. Okay, that's a birdie with the birdie, a birdie and a racket, yeah. a racket and a net. So maybe, yeah, not bad. But yeah, you know, Mike Tyson had the pigeons, right? Pigeons, thing with pigeons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm trying to think of other things where you're like, what, what else? Yeah, so you're into oh, space. You, know what? you uh, got others? Uh, you know who? Else? Uh, Morgan Freeman is no like one? super into like uh, riding horses and like doing cowboy stuff. That's tight. That's kind of weird, right? That is. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah. I could yeah, not weird. It's, Sorry, I didn't want to call it. It's weird. It's just no, but I, I, I get it. It's, it's a total different world, escapism. Uh, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. Do you see the movie The Writer? No, what's that? Just came out this past year. Chloe Zahn is the director. The actor is a guy who was really a rodeo writer and okay. had injured himself. Oh, shit. And so they based the story around this, and he plays the main character. Damn. His dad plays his dad, etc. Excuse me. It's non-actors, you know, acting. But um, you're getting a call from Washington D.C. right now, by the way. I see that the president is trying to get in touch with you. No thanks. <laughs> Not interested. Send that to voicemail. Yeah, go to voicemail. Um, but it's it's that's a cool movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's cool. It's yeah. really real, and it's yeah, it takes place in South Dakota, and it's okay. in the rodeo world. All right. But it's just in that horse world. He trains horses, and you know, it's people are way dedicated to that stuff. And horses are pretty magic. Yeah, man, horses are magic. Majestic. So they're they're majestic. They're real. I mean, they're not fictional. We're not saying that they're like magic. Yeah, they're not mythical. Yeah, but uh, they, you know, they were. Wait, before cars, it was all horses. Everybody had a horse, right? Horse and buggy. That's where that term comes from. Yeah, that's yep. where. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're yeah. gonna say it. We're gonna come out and say it and stand by it. Me and Colton, horses are real. Horses are real. Yeah. We have no problem taking that take. And you can take that take to the All bank. these people talking about horses fake. Oh, hell. Hell. That ain't true. Heck nah. Horses is real, dog. Horses are real as hell. Horses is so real. Uh, give it to me. People think horses are fake. Yo, I hate that take. I'ma take you to the bank and deposit you in the trash. Slash your tires if you say horses are fake because those horses are real deal. Horses so real at night. 
horses, they love to fight. Nay, nay, eating hay every single day. Horses in the house and a horse don't play. Horses, give me that bag of oats. Not haul, not hauling oats. Don't give me those groats. Horses are racing. Who do you think is racing when you go to the racetrack? Those horses don't come off whack. Man, fuck a deer, fuck a moose, fuck a emu, fuck a goose. Only horses all day long. Horses do everything wrong. Horses jump, horses run. Horses like to have fun. Horses, horses every day. Hoofs and manes, that's my jam. Don't say they're fake, motherfucker. Yo, man, you know it's horses. When I'm sitting down to dinner, I'm eating cow, six courses. I never eat a horse, of course. No way. I say nay. If you offer me horse, this is gonna be your last Yo, day on give earth. Give me that carrot, jump it up. Eat some sugar cubes, grab my nuts. I'm a horse all day long. Look at me, I'm horse strong. Yeah, war horse. Steven Spielberg, shout out to all the directors who made horse movies. Yeah, Black yeah. Stallion, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, who made that movie about the race horse? Uh, C. Biscuit, I know C. Jeff Bridges Biscuit. is in it. Yeah. Hot to Trot with Bobcat, Goldweight, and John Candy. Yeah, that's a movie with a horse. Of course it is. Shout out to all movies that include a horse in them. Make sure you treat them properly. And a, not a shout out oh, yeah. to that show Luck. Not a shout out to Luck. Remember they hurt those horses. They kept horses. killing the horses. No shout out to the racetrack Santa and eat a racetrack. Trying to kill these horses out here? Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Fuck you in the fucking face. Because horses are real. Horses are real. And that's a fact. I will I will come at you. I will find you. Dude, we don't care. We don't play. Jam space, 100% horse approved. Whoa, okay. There was a horse here in the studio. Mr. Ed. Yeah, wow. Well, uh, man, I got to say. I think this is going to be a fun podcast. I'm having a great time yeah. already. Yeah. It's and great to um, see you. It's great to be with you, as always, my man. Yeah, man, you too. Uh, and again, you know, like we said, uh, we're just getting going here. Uh, normally, we'll have some guests on this show, so we'll probably go a little bit longer than this. But for this first one, you know, we're going to keep it nice and tight. Just wanted to mm. give you a little intro and a little outro of what the show's all about. We're going to have some great guests, friends of ours. And as it goes on, I would love... To- you know, I'm going to take it upon myself to reach out. Let's get some scientists on the show. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's get, get some musicians, musicians on, on the show. show. Let's get some musicians whose songs are about space. Yeah. And all the space in between. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Well, mm. thanks so much. It's Thank been you. such a wonderful experience hanging out with you guys today. Please go ahead and smash that subscribe button and subscribe to this podcast. Absolutely. And you can check us out uh, anywhere where you're getting your podcast. If you want to submit some beats, have us rap over your beats, please uh, email us at jamspacepodcast at gmail.com. We'll shout you out. Or any stories you'd like us to cover. As Absolutely. Far as, and, of course, your JonBenet Ramsey clues. Oh, boy. Uh, would you? Add, do you have anything you'd like to add, Scott? Should we give Again, a, just, how about a, give a thanks out to all of our music producers? Absolutely, thanks We've to got, all the music uh, producers. Nick Baron, Nick Baron, Alex Burke on the the ones and zeros, and uh, Colton Dunn making some beats. Alex and I making some beats. That's Scott Rogers, everybody. We Scott Rogers, R O D G E R S. And of course, our good old boy uh, with a ton AWACS. Of AWACS. Uh, big R- shout out. Rhythm Writers. To AWACS. 
Uh, this has been Jam Space, and uh, you guys keep on jamming. And I just want to say again, the one listener that you are, mm-hmm. you matter to us. There's only three of us in this room. You are special, and I want you to come back, not because I need a listener to the podcast, but because I, we genuinely care about you as a person. And we want to make your life better. We want to inspire you to be your best self and to live your best life. And I'm going to tell you something. You look fucking great today. You're fly as hell. You look so good. Mm. And you know what? You're going to turn this podcast off. You could do anything you want, man. You could take over the world because Absolutely. you got your shit together. And I know I believe in you. Scott? I believe in you a million percent. Close your eyes. Take a breath. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. But you take a moment. You breathe. You let that deep answer come out and go, this is my passion. This is my purpose on the earth. And I'm going to go get it. And play you deserve loud. it. Play loud, right? Jam. Jam it out. Play loud. All right, y'all. This has been Jam Space. I'm Colton Dunn. I'm Scott Rogers. Have a good day. <laughs>